Alright, Shalom, Shalom, Anchor. How y'all doing? Once again, this is Mr. Yasharaya Yahuda Brian. Um, this is the Ecclesiastes series. This is chapters 7 through 8, maybe 9. Um, I hope everybody is doing great. I hope y'all in Shalom. Uh, this goes for the nation, natural born Yasharal, as well as for those. Who are humbled themselves and came into the truth and admit and accept the fact of who you are compared to us. As far as in, um, you know you're not Yasharal. You know you know that we are the chosen and that you're not going to do what your ancestors did. And you're actually seeking Yahuwah ten times more. But Yasharal, do not forget in the book of Baruch chapter 4. Uh, when the land of Jerusalem or Yerushalayim was speaking, she said that we would have to seek out Yahuwah ten times more as well. Simply stating that, yes, the nations have to seek him out ten times more. But remember, we are his people, which means their ten times more is not equi e e equated to our ten times more. So, that being said, let's just go ahead and get into this. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Let's say a quick prayer and let's go. Father, yeah, my bad. I'll be Yahuwah, we just seek you just to say through the eye. Everyone that is listening to this word, whether it's over the phone, uh, on podcast, or whether it's in this home, Yahuwah, I just ask that you allow them to be attentive to these words and not use my words, these words, as um, as a reproach or as, as negative. And please, Yahuwah, don't let them look at me as an abomination, because the scripture does say that the righteous are an, are an abomination unto the wicked, as well as darkness has no dealings with light, or light has no dealings with darkness, as well as the righteous has no dealings with wickedness. So, Yahuwah, in the name of Yahusha, let this be edify, edification, let this be iron sharpening iron, and Yahuwah, let the words that go out, go out and be discernment to those who have none, the strength to those who need it, and the power to those who have lost it. In the name of Yahusha, so be it, let it be. Okay, Anchor, let's get into this. First thing first, it say, do no evil, so shall no harm come unto thee. Because, see, a lot of us believe that if we do evil in this world, it's, it's automatic, it's immediate, right? See, it can be immediately. It can be physically, or it can be spiritually, emotionally. There's no, there's no limit to what harm can come unto you. You're trying to be wicked and do evil, not knowing that if you have children, it could hit them. If you got parents, it could hit them. It could hit your soul. Matter of fact, it could come on judgment day. So you really got to pay attention and go look at what evil is because a lot of y'all are doing evil. Verse 2, depart from the unjust and iniquity shall turn away from thee. So literally, you're out there in the world or you claiming to be at this walk and you're trying to make friends with those people out there. Those who don't want nothing to do with Yahuwah or you're trying to do something in the world that is unjust, unrighteous, and you know it's wrong. Yahuwah says you need to turn, you need to depart from that. So your iniquity shall turn away. So that means your sin and all that will be turned away. My son, verse 3, so not upon the furies, furrows of the unrighteous, and thou shalt not reap them sevenfold. Literally, do not go out there trying to do right to an unrighteous person or anything unrighteous. Because did you not know that if you do right to an unrighteous person, it might not happen to you now, but that what you did to them, that wickedness is going to hit you seven folds. But he said, my son, so not a, a pharaoh of the unrighteous, and you shall not reap, the, reap them sevenfold, which means if you don't sow unto them, if you don't, be, do, it, if you don't do good to a wicked person or a wicked thing, right, then you don't have to worry about nothing wicked happening to you. 
So whatever you put good into them, it's going to hit you sevenfold. But if you don't put good into them, you don't have to worry about that. Verse 4. And I know a lot of y'all, a lot of people ask the question, well, why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. I do this, I do that. Because you're doing wrong, right? It might be righteous to the world, but in Yahuwah's eyes and to the righteous, that's wicked. Oh, well, she needed this or he needed that. Well, still. Just because you deem them righteous and you deem them a friend, who do you serve? Because if you serve in Yahuwah, that person should not be who you claiming them to be. But then again, we already know what the scriptures say. You're wicked. So, hey, just like that, you're wicked. Because if a wicked person do righteous to a wicked person, guess what? I mean, you're already wicked. It don't really matter. But if a righteous person do, wicked to a, do righteous to a wicked person, it's going to hit you. So we know... Who you are by your fruits as well as the scriptures, right? Verse 4, seek not Yahuwah preeminence, neither of the king that set of honor. My bad, the king that set of honor, seat of honor, my bad. Verse 5, justify not thyself before Yahuwah and boast not of thy discernment before the kings. Justify literally means don't go in there talking about, but Yahuwah, you know such and such. No, you need to humble yourself. Because there's nothing that you have done in this life or in the next life or even before then that you can justify anything you've done. And you should never boast about how wise or discerned you are in front of nobody. If anything, somebody else can say, oh man, he's discerned, right? But that's, that's only would come from a righteous man or a discerned man. Everybody else can say you're a fool because they don't understand. Verse 6, seek not to be judged. Being not able to take away iniquity. Literally, you know, the scripture does say that if you go judge, judge righteously according to the scripture, right? But you shouldn't go out there seeking to judge anyone because you can't take away their iniquity. All you could do is give them the law and hope that they go seek it out. Least at any time I fear the person of the mighty and, stum and, the, and stumbling block in the way of the unrighteous. So don't go out there trying to judge anyone. Because you can't take away their iniquity, at least at any time, you start to fear somebody mighty, right? You got to understand, we live in a world to where, y'all got to watch ourselves. That goes for myself, too. I'm not perfect. Um, I'm not sitting up here saying that my life is, 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 is patty cakes and everything because it's far from it. it. It's not even close to it. But I can also say it is because Yahuwah shows me every day something new and greater. Verse 7, and I know to the world, if I told y'all what was a testimony to me, to the world, and to those who dislike me, y'all would look at that like, oh, that could happen to anybody. No. See, that's why you have to give thanks to Yahuwah in everything, because Yahuwah sent everything your way. If you can't give thanks to the little things, then what makes you think that he's going to give you the bigger things? Because if you can't be gracious or grateful for the little things, that's including a marriage. Then what do you think is going to come to you any good in any other aspect? My bad. Go do righteous to those wicked people. And guess what? Yahoo is going to repay his vengeance on you. Verse 7. Offend not against the multitude of a city. And then thou shalt not cast thyself down among the people. Verse 8, bind not one sin upon another, for in one thou shalt not be unpunished. So don't go out there adding on top of sin, because you're going to be punished for that one. So why would you continue to add on? Verse 9, say not, yeah, oh, my bad. Say not, Allah will look upon the multitude of my oblations. 
And when I offer it to the Most High Yahuwah, he will accept it. Because, once again, don't go out there boasting saying, Yahuwah looks at everything I've done. I've done this. I've done that. And he's going to accept it. No. You're not humble. You sound like a proud, prideful person. And I've trust me, man. I, I'm not even. I'm not even playing with this one. I've dealt with so many of them to the point it is sad. It's sick, man. I've done this and I've done that, and he go credit me for this. No, he's not. He's not. And y'all don't have no clue. Like, don't get it twisted. I've said a couple of things to myself. Like, man, I've tried to. I've been trying to change. I've been trying to do this. And at the end of the day. It don't matter what I've done, period. What matters at the end of the day is what Yahuwah done and what he's doing and what he will do. That's the only thing that matters. Verse 10. Be not faint-hearted when thou makest thy prayer and neglect not to give alms. So don't go in there praying. That's what I tell my son all the time. Don't go in there praying and, and feeling like, talking about, oh, Yahuwah, oh, Yahuwah. Because Yahuwah is not listening to that. He don't want to hear that. He will literally close his ears to those. So when you go to pray, you need to be joyful. Something on your mind needs to be joyful. Even if others say that, oh, man, you sound this way. It don't matter what everybody else say. In your heart, when you first, that first prayer, Ab Yahuwah, Barakata Yahuwah, Barakata Yahuwah, he needs to be exalted. So don't go in there talking about, oh, Yahuwah. Because he don't want to hear you. He's not. He's literally he's literally ignoring you. And neglect not to give alms. Neglect not to give charity. Neglect not. You you can't go out there. And, and I tell people this all the time. Given time. It might not seem like much to people. Most people be like, man, you got to pay for my time. I don't believe in that. Because you're literally charging somebody to pay for something that even if they wanted a refund for, they could never get back. Verse 11, laugh no man to scorn in the bitterness of his soul. That means literally don't do not be 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 mocking or laughing at somebody because uh, what's going on in their lives. They might don't do it for there is one which humbleth and exalted because a humbled man. Right. You got to understand there are people who go through it and I'm going to put myself in this category. People that go through it and we are brought to a lower state. And it's funny because even those who are of your covenant, those who love you, those who don't love you, the people in the world, they literally mock you for that. They will talk bad and bash you and they will give any occasion to put you farther down than what you are. But a humble man is exalted because a humble man does not sit up there and bad and talk about, oh, well, I've done this and I've done that because it does not matter. At the end of the day, the scriptures even say it. Only thing we all deserve is death. Honestly, in my eyes, we don't even deserve death. Death is a literal, it's, it's an escape. You deserve to be blotted out. Devise not a lie against thy brother. Neither do thee like to thy friend. So don't sit up there and lie against your brother. Don't sit up there and think about how can I lie against this man or how can I sit up there and bring false witness against this man, right? But also, don't do it to your friend, Right? Don't forget that when Yasharal came out of Mizraim or Egypt, they had strangers with them, right? Those strangers, that is your friend. Y'all didn't get that, do y'all? <laughs> because your neighbor or your brother, that is the people of your covenant. Verse 13, use not to make any manner of lie, for the custom thereof is not good. So don't get it twisted. Things go wrong in life, but don't sit up there and make a lie about it. Don't lie about it. 
Just be honest with it. And to be told, it really, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If you can't be honest with it, shut your mouth and just call on Yahuwah. Because at the end of the day, who is the only one that can truly forgive you? Who is the only one that can really take your iniquity away? Who is the only one that's really going to look at your heart and just, not justify, but literally forgive you, give you that love that you deserve? Nobody will, but Yahuwah will. So for the custom thereof, lying is not good. If you don't want to confess or tell the truth to man, man is nobody. Go confess because the scriptures say my sins are forever before me. Confess your flaws or it's my flaws are forever before me. You're supposed to confess these things. Forget man. Go confess it to Yahuwah. Use not many words in a multitude of elders and make not much babbling when thou prayest. Literally, don't go out there making all these words, saying all this stuff, doing all this stuff in front of the elders or the people um, um, of Yasharal, right? Or the elders, the older people, right? And when you get ready to pray, don't go in there babbling and just continually going on. Now, if you're praying about something that's, that's, that needs to be prayed about, if you're praying about that which Yahuwah has placed on your heart to pray about, other than that, do not go in there babbling and just saying, oh, man, such and such and such and such. And you just steady going on. You just steady praying and steady praying. And it then got to the point to where uh, even you done got tired of praying. Right. Verse 15, hate not laborers work, neither husbandry, which the most high hath ordained. So you mean to tell me. You're not supposed to hate someone who's laboring, right? Do you know a laborer? That, that you see these people out here busting their butt on these cars and they in your sewage and they plumbing and all this stuff. Those people are laborers, right? Those people have to really work for what they do. But it also tells you you're not supposed to hate your husbandry, your husband, which the Most High has ordained. Yeah, ordained. You're not supposed to hate that man. This is crazy. This is the first time I'm... I've already read this, but I guess I didn't pay attention to it last time. So... Verse 16. Number not thyself among the multitude of sinners. That means don't sit out there and try to be a part of them. But remember that that wrath will not tarry long. This literally means remember that Yahuwah's judgment is right behind. It's not too far away. So if you sitting out there and you count yourself a part of these sinners, you saying you're a friend of them, you, oh, she's sister, he's my brother, he's my, she's my sister, she's my brother, or, or, um, we friends and this and this and this and this, and that person is a, is a known sinner, which you, if you're in this truth, you know what a sinner is. Yahuwah says that's not justified. He knows it's not justified. He will not, he will not hold you guiltless. He will not. He says this in the scriptures. He will not hold you guiltless. And even in the New Testament, I do believe it's Romans chapter 1 verse 20 where he says that you have no excuse. So when judgment day come, when you count yourself a friend of these people, guess what? You have numbered yourself among the multitude of sinners. But then you didn't remember that the wrath which is coming is coming for you too. And you say, oh, it don't matter. It's, it's, it's not in your heart. You're really saying it's not coming. Right. 
As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the in the days of the coming of, the coming of the Son of Man. As it was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, so shall it be in the end days. Do y'all not get what this is saying? These people, both both periods, both time periods were wicked, right? They was going around, they, they was going about their life. Esau, you better go lay your butt down. They was going about their lives and they was messing up at every turn. They was doing this and they was doing that. And they were just going about it, right? And they knew that Yahuwah was not allowing these things. They knew Yahuwah. A lot of people be like, ah, oh, but they, they didn't know him. They didn't know this. Yes, they did. Because Yahuwah was speaking back in those days. He was not speaking like he's speaking today, but I mean like flat out talking. So a lot of y'all sitting around here, y'all taking it as in, oh man, um, I could just I could just go out there and I could redo something else, or or Yahoo is gonna forgive me because he know what I've been through. Actually, that's a true that that's that's the biggest lie ever. I want y'all to know something. In Christianity, they teach you that whatever you do, that Yahoo will forgive you, right? Well, actually, did you know when he told us in, the, in, in Romans that no one has an excuse? He's literally telling you that he is not going to forgive you. He's literally telling you that everything you do in this day and age because he knew that we would have the means to go and search out everything. He said that not he said, but he knew that everything that was going on in these days, it would be a purpose to everything we do. And guess what? Even when you go to what's that, uh, Acts 1730, he told us that he winked at us in times of ignorance, but now commands all man to repent. So what is he telling you? If you go to the book of Zephaniah, chapter one, one through six, he's telling you who he's going to destroy. Verse six, he goes and tells you that those who have turned back from Yahuwah, as well as those who have not inquired nor sought him out. He's literally telling you, you have no excuse. Hosea chapter four, verse six. What does it say? My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because thou has rejected knowledge. Right? So shall he reject us. But don't the scriptures also tell us that what? The righteous. Yeah, yeah. The truth of the righteous is an abomination unto the wicked. Which means that when a righteous man or somebody who's speaking these righteous words, a wicked person is going to justify what they do. And they're going to make that righteous person or that person who's trying to live by Yahuwah's way, they're going to make that person a reproach unto themselves. They're going to turn that person into wickedness. But does not the scriptures tell you that that's what they're going to do? Because the wrath of Yahuwah is on its way. Verse 17, humble thyself greatly, for the vengeance of the unrighteous is fire and worms. Y'all heard that? Yahuwah says he's going to repay that vengeance and it's going to be fire and worms. Verse 18, change not a friend for any good by no means. Neither a faithful brother for the gold of Oprah, Oprah, Ophir, my bad, Ophir. Verse 19, for gold not a discern and good woman for her grace is above gold. See that right there. Forgo not a wise or discern and good woman. That means do not let her go or do not pass her by. See, a lot of women don't really catch this stuff. Men are not dumb as they think that they are. Especially a man that's in his truth. That man, he ain't finna let no good woman go. But at the same time, 
a good woman. What about the discern parts? Is she discern? Because if she's not discerned, she could be a good woman all day to the world. To the world, a bunch of women are good women. But where is her discernment? Where is her love? Where is her trust for Yahuwah? Where is her obedience? Because if she does not have that, she could be good all day and you could let her go. But that woman who is discerned and a good woman, you're not supposed to forego her. For her grace is above gold. Or her, her <laughs> Verse 20, whereas... Thy servant worketh truly, entreat him not evil, nor the hailing that bestoweth himself wholly for thee. 21. Let thy soul love a righteous servant or a good servant, and defraud him not in liberty. So your soul, someone who literally, and listen to this, a righteous or a good servant, right? Let me show y'all what, what, let me show y'all something. See, you got a bunch of people who will sit around and say that they serve and trust Yahuwah, but everything that comes to them is them getting it unjustly because they did it themselves. Who's going to sit around and trust in Yahuwah enough to say that, hey, if you don't send me, I won't go. But if you send me, I will run. If I'm waiting on something to come, I'm going to wait and endure and be patient. Or are you going to sit up there and say, oh, he's not moving fast enough for me, right? Or what are you doing? Because let thy soul love a righteous servant or a good servant. Because a good servant literally states, I'm going to be obedient. Yahoo, you don't want me doing that wickedness. You don't want me around that wicked person. You don't want, they don't want to love you. They don't want you. Well, guess what? I'm not going to love nor want them. And defraud him not of liberty. Do you know freedom, liberty, esteem, their, their due diligence? Why would, you, why would you defraud anyone and make that person, why would you bring shame on anyone, period? Why would you feel like you're better than anyone when literally the scriptures literally tell us that all we deserve is death? And that goes for everybody. So how can you be better than somebody else? Oh, because you say, excuse me for this. You say, oh, my shit don't stink. Yes, it does. You say I'm better than you. No, you're not. You say I have this. You don't. You don't have nothing. What you have is profits that will not profit you in the end. That's okay. Let's keep going. Has thy cattle have an eye? To them, and if they be for that thy profit, keep them with thee. What is the profit? If they be for profit to help you get to salvation, which is Yahuwah, then you're supposed to keep them. But if they not for your profit, if they don't, if they're not falling after the way, if they're not with Yahuwah for Yahuwah about Yahuwah, then that person is literally. Uh, not even a prophet. That person is someone who is going to lead and cause you to fall by the wayside. But the scriptures does say that there will be a great falling away. And that's sad because a lot of people are okay with falling away and being burnt in a the pit. They are okay with this. But these are the same people who say that they trust Yahuwah. They want Yahuwah. They love Yahuwah. You don't love Yahuwah because anyone that loves Yahuwah, they will be right there. You love Yahuwah, you go do whatever it takes to stick and be with Yahuwah, no matter what it is. Has thy children instruct them? My bad, haste thy children, instruct them, and bow down thy, their neck from their youth. Literally, you need to have that child 
And that's one thing I tell my son and my little girl. Yahoo needs to be first. Yes, I could teach you and I could tell you something all day. But if Yahoo is not first in your life, uh, let me let me let me go a little deeper with this. Because we live in a generation to where parents today are not even real parents. Long as I, I, I can do this and I can do this and long as my child got clothes on their back and shoes on their feet and food in their mouth. My question to you is, is that true love to you? You would condemn your child so that you can basically be approved in the sight of man. And somebody would hear this and they would be like, oh, you tripping. You can't say this. You can't say that. Actually, biblically, I can. Because how dare you as a parent sit around and care more about what they got on their backs. And let me let me let me go a little deeper in that because I don't want somebody thinking, oh, man, he's saying we can't take care of our children. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if your whole motive in life is to make sure that they look good to everybody else, you have failed as a parent. Actually, I did a lesson about this one time. Y'all might want to go check that out. As a parent, your child should come first. That's as a parent. As a spouse, it's the spouses. But as a parent, your child should come first. Which means if my child is not being led correctly, do you not know that how many children were spared in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah? How many children were spared um, when, 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 when in the flood account? How many children were spared when they was in Egypt? How many children were spared when the first 400, when the 400 years first started and even until today? How many of our children fall by the wayside? How many of our children are constantly being killed? But then y'all tell our children, you don't have to worry about this. Why not? Do you not want your child to prosper and, and gain salvation? Because those children have souls just like you do. That child has to make it into the into the kingdom just like you do. That child has to seek Yahuwah just like you do. And if you're hindering that child because you want something worldly or you want this or you want that, what good are you? I seen a, um, a Hebrew Israelite. And... This dude was talking, talking about Yahweh this, Yahweh that. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even on the name right now. And he was just talking all this. But then when you look at his children, his children got on Jordan. They got on all this. And I'm not saying that you can't buy your children what you want to buy them. That's your money. You do what you want to do. But what I'm saying is he was so busy worrying about his children looking good for the world that when he said something, his child said, Dad, OMG. And I looked and I'm thinking, what in the world am I looking at? So you out here full of blasphemy and talking about you, sir, the most high. And your child called no G-O-D. Your child don't even know who he is. You got grown black people. Yasharal, our people out here more concerned with Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and everything else. Talking about their children. Let children do what children go do. Well, when that judgment day comes, I want you to look at your child in the eyes and tell your child, I'm sorry for leading you down that pit with me. Because I was too sorry to get on my butt and go do what I needed to do and lead you the correct way. Verse 24. Has thou daughters? Have a care of their body. Does that not sound like today? Does that not sound like what we're going through today? Does the black women of today care about their body? They out here showing everything. And show not thyself cheerful towards them. You're not supposed to be cheerful or joyful with these women. 
if they are out here committing whoredom, you're supposed to fall back. And don't get it twisted. You live in a world to where it's everywhere. Everywhere. You got even righteous women in this walk who are turning their backs on the walk and, and literally stop leaving in Yahuwah just to go out there and sell their bodies and talking about Yahuwah's going to forgive me. No, he will not. I do believe, and a lot of y'all, this is the sad part, a lot of y'all are opting out of the Old Testament and trying to go to the New Testament. And it's funny because if you go read the New Testament, Yahuwah literally tells you you have no excuse. He will not forgive you. He will not hold you guiltless. You will get what he's going to give you. His vengeance is going to be poured out. Matter of fact, he even tells us that he's giving out, he's giving your minds over to reprobate minds. That's why our women are literally going against the natural use. They're going against nature. Whether it's the husbands or whether it's they that they, they're going gay or whether completely they're out here literally selling themselves. That's not what you was created for, sweetheart. Life is hard. We get that. We definitely get that. But the one thing that I've learned through the scriptures is sometimes what Yahuwah used for your affliction, he would also use to be your Baraka. Or y'all say blessing. He's not using the affliction to kill, destroy, or break you down. He's using that affliction to build and restore and make you stronger. And sometimes that affliction, like I said, is your baraka, which means there's always something there that you're missing because you're looking at the superficial. Stop looking at the superficial, sweetheart. Go get right with the father. 25. Marry thy daughter, and so, so shalt thou have performed a weighty matter. Do you not get what they say? But give her to a man of understanding. It literally tells you, marry thy daughter, right? It's a weighted matter because that's a wicked thing to do. What man is going to marry his daughter? That is sick. Nigga, I mean, bro, that is sick. I'm sorry, that is disgusting. But it literally tells you, give her to a man of understanding. So marry her off to the correct man. Do you know that one thing I learned that every unit, every marriage is not a marriage that comes from Yahuwah. But let's go a little deeper. When it talks about that, it's talking about he's not going to give you over to another nation. And if you're married or dating or anything to another nation, that is a wicked unity. That is a wicked unity. That unity will, it, it, it's unfavorable, it's abomination, it's everything. And if you don't believe me, just go read the scripture. That's all I can say. Verse 26, Hast thou a wife after thy mind? Forsake her not, but give not thyself over to a light woman. Literally. Have thou a wife after thy mind. Because... If your understanding is great, her understanding should be great. That means y'all both should be on the same mindset, which means y'all both should be one and the same. Right? Does she, what does it say? Has thy wife, my bad, has thou a wife after thy mind, which means y'all should be on the same accord. Forsake her not. You're not supposed to put her away. Right? No matter what, don't put her away. But watch this. But give not thyself over to a light woman. Give yourself not over to a weak woman. She has no understanding, no discernment, no knowledge. She's not seeking Yahuwah. She does not care about Yahuwah. She can claim it all day, but she's not there. 
So you're not supposed to give yourself over. 27. Honor or esteem thy father with thy whole heart and forget not the sorrow of thy mother. So you're supposed to esteem your father with your whole heart. Does that not also speak about Yahuwah? Right? Because <laughs> Yahuwah is our father, right? <laughs> but forget not the sorrow of thy mother. So you're not supposed to go. A lot of y'all people nowadays, um, which I'm going to speed this up. A lot of y'all people nowadays, y'all look at y'all mamas and y'all think about the struggles that your moms had to go through, right? And I'm not talking about, um, oh, she got a good job. She she got a great job and she's single and she's taking care of money. Because first of all, why is she single? Now, if she's single because uh, her husband died, that's that's different. Her husband's in prison, that's different. But if it's any other reason, I'm sorry. Yahuwah does do things according to what you do. What you put out is what you go get. So if you put out negativity, especially towards your husband, do you think that he's going to get right for you? If you put out wickedness or negativity towards your wife, do you think it's not going to come to you? Do you not know literally one of the commandments, the biggest commandments is to repent. If you can't repent, if you can't humble yourself and give it over to Yahuwah, what good do you think is going to come to you? So you're not supposed to forget the sorrow of thy mother. I always think about your mama, man. Uh, my mama died in 2006. And... I can still remember the things my mama went through. I can still remember how hard it was for my mama. And although for a minute, I used to dislike my mama, and I didn't know why I disliked her. I even got to the point to where I said I hated her, right? And I couldn't understand why I felt so, 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 so much, so much discomfort and hate and animosity and everything towards my mama because I didn't understand why she gave up. I didn't understand why would you leave your child out here to be with these wicked people, right? I'm already fatherless, so I'm, I'm, I'm hurt already. But now that I look back on it, you think about the sorrow. You think about everything that your mama go through. You think about the times that she was sitting up and she was crying out. You think about the times that she was, she was, she was doing this and she was doing that. Not because she wanted to, but because she was seeking a way out. So always think about these things. My mama went through it. My mama went through it, through it. My mama, I'm, I'm telling you, I could, I could think back to times to where it, it, I don't even want to think about it because it's, it's actually sad now that I'm thinking about it. Keep going. Verse 28. Remember that thou was begotten of them, and how canest thou recompense them that think, uh, the things that they have done for thee? So you're supposed to remember that technically if it wasn't for both of them, you wouldn't have been here, period. And how can you recompense the things that they have done for thee? Right? How can you reward them? Fear Yahuwah with all thy soul and reverence his priest. So you're supposed to fear Yahuwah with all of your being. Do you not know that one scripture does say that um, some of y'all have the fear that is taught by man. And that fear is a fear that is false as blasphemous. Because that fear tells you that Yahuwah will forgive me for everything. Yahuwah, if I do this, if I could do this, and I could do this, and Yahuwah just to forgive me, right? That is a man-made fear, and that's actually sick. Because if you truly fear Yahuwah, trust me, and I'm gonna tell you like this: When I was in Christianity, I thought I, I thought I feared the GODs and all that, but I didn't. Because there was times I used to tell, man, f you GOD and such and such. But when I came into the truth. The knowledge of who Yahuwah was, who he is, and all this. It's so much that really came up on me. So much stuff that really, it's like Yahuwah was showing me. 
fear. He's like he was showing me, hey, look, this is me. That's who you served. This is me. That's where you was. Right. I need you to understand who I am and what the fear of me really is. And it's like when he showed me fear. Right. What fear truly is. It was a whole different subject. It was it was it was it was almost as if he was telling me. You need to come away from that man-made stuff. And let me show you through my through 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 the scriptures what fear was, what fear is, how you supposed to fear me. Right. Then he showed me how our people did him with this man-made fear and stuff. And it was it, it in the beginning. It hurt my heart. Even to today, it still hurt my heart. But you start to see that fearing Yahuwah, you're supposed to do it with all your soul because Fear is not that what you claim to be. Run for your life, fear. Fear is reverence. It's love. It's shalom. Everything that he talked about, meekness. It's everything he talks about. When Yahuwah comes around, I can't even. Let's let's just move on. And you're supposed to reverence or respect his, his priest or those who speak his word and they speak it correctly. Because don't get it twisted. Everybody who speaks and say Yahuwah is not speaking for and about Yahuwah. So that's one thing we got to get out there. Verse 30. Love him that made thee with all thy strength and forsake not his ministry. So we need to love Yahuwah with everything. Do you not know that if you give Yahuwah your being and everything that you love about everything out there in the world. Take, let, let, let's do a little exercise. Let's take everything, right? You got kids, you got parents, you don't got kids, you got parents, you don't got parents, you got kids, you don't got neither one, such and such and such, such, whatever the situation is, right? Let's say, how much do you love them, right? Do you love them enough to do whatever for them, right? If you say yes, I need you to think about this. How would you feel... To take all that love that you have for them and replace it and give it to Yahuwah first. Do you feel like you're, you're failing them? Do you feel like, oh man, but what, where am I going? How, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? What do you feel? Because I got some good news for you and I got some bad news for you. Let's do the bad news first. See, the bad news is if you continue to hold your true and, um, and everything from Yahuwah, and you put somebody else first, I don't care what category it is in life. You literally put that thing or that person or them people in harm's way. See, Yahuwah, on the other hand, if you just give it all to him and turn away from your wickedness and your own wicked heart and your own counsel and your own understanding, you will see that Yahuwah has something greater for you. So love him with all of your strength. All of it. Leave nothing turned. Don't 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 hold back anything. Take it all away from everybody else and put it on Yahuwah. And watch what he does. Just watch what he does. Don't get it twisted. I'm still taking right now. I'm trying to take um, my love back from something. And that's the only thing that I'm missing. Once I give that, it's, it's done. I know things are going to be right. What's up? Uh, and for, forsake not his ministry. So this teaching that we're teaching, this is the things that you're supposed to hold on to. Someone speaking truth to you, remember this. 
Why would you turn away someone who's speaking truth for you? Truth to you. When literally all you gotta do is search out the matter. Stop going to man, stop talking about, oh man, that's this doctrine, that's this doctrine. Search it out for yourself. Scripture does say study to show thyself approved, right? To rightly divide the truth. So it don't matter if man wrote it or if man wrote this and man wrote that. It matters if what you studied and if you actually went and studied. Because at the end of the day, if you didn't go truly study, you're looking like a fool while you're talking. So hush. Verse 31. Fear Yahuwah and esteem the priest and give him his portion as as it is commanded thee. The first fruits and the trespasses and, and the trespass offering and the gift of the shoulders and the sacrifice of the sanct, uh, sanctification and the first fruit of the codestines and the and stretch thine hand unto the poor that they barak that they that thy barakings may be perfect. Remember, I'm gonna say this. Don't get it twisted. If you already don't have anything to give. Um, speaking Yahuwah's word is, is more profitable than giving money or food or anything else I would rather go out there and feed your soul with this word Because man does not live by word, by, by, by bread alone But by every word that proceeds out the mouth of Yahuwah Right, that could also mean manna and everything So you got to watch these things Be, 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 be shalom, I mean be, be discerned Because if you stretch out thy hand unto the poor Remember that thy baraka may be perfected. A gift has grace in the sight of every man living. And for the dead detain it not. Because the dead don't know anything. They're dead. <laughs> what the? He's dead. <laughs> Verse 34. Fail not to be with them that weep. And mourn with them that mourn. See I won't lie to you. I failed at that. Because in my life. It was so much of that. And no one was there for me to, to do that. I honestly felt and I, I was wrong in those situations because of some fact that it was it was like when well, nobody there for me. Well, I got to be there for you. You strong. You could do it. And it's sad because you don't understand just because you were strong enough to get through certain situations. Don't make everybody else that same person. It don't matter what you went through. It just matters that you step up and you be sympathetic and empathetic and loving to someone else. So if they cry, you need to be crying with them. Verse 35. Be not slow to visit the sick. For that, for that shall make thee to be beloved. Whatsoever thou, thou takest in hand, remember the end, and thou shalt never do amiss. Whatsoever thou take in hand, remember the end, and thou shalt not do amiss. Sound like the scriptures, right? Deuteronomy, what's that? Chapter 6, verse 4 through 9. All right, let's go ahead. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, strive not with a mighty man, lest I fall into his hand. Because if he's mighty, I'm pretty sure he's going to subdue you. Be not at variance with a rich man, lest he overweigh thee. For gold has destroyed many and perverted the hearts of kings. So don't sit up there and be in variance with a rich man. Because he's definitely going to overweigh thee. I'm sorry. <laughs> Better pick your battles. Strive not with a man that is full of tongue and that heap not wood upon the fire. So don't strive not with a man that's constantly, he, his, his tongue is, is not where it should be. Um, just not with a rude man, least our least ancestors be disgraced. We're simply saying, same thing with the tongue. Don't sit out there and try to battle with some rude man because he go disgrace not just your ancestors but our mighty one, right? Reproach not a man that turneth from sin. Don't rebuke a man when he turns from sin. When that man is trying to trying to get his life right, you rebuke him. 
Watch this. But remember that we all are worthy of what? Punishment. So how dare you rebu rebuke a man that's turning from his sin? Do you not forget that you're worthy of punishment and destruction and death as well? My bad. You perfect. Or you're right. Or you got this, right? You got everything. Verse 6. Dishonor not a man in his old age for every, for even some of us old wax. <laughs> Rejoice not over thy greatest enemy being dead, but remember that we die all. Simply saying, don't sit over there and rejoice and be boastful about I killed him, I did this. God, don't forget, you go die too. <laughs> Despise not the, not the discourse of the discern, but acquaint thyself with their proverbs. For of them thou shalt learn instruction and how to serve great men with ease. Miss not the discourse of the elders, for they also learn of their fathers, and them thou shalt learn understanding and give answer as need requ required. Kindle not the coals of a sinner, lest thou be burnt with the flame of his fire. Man, I won't even lie to you. That kind of sound, that kind of sound like that touch home. But um, don't sit up there and try to turn the heat up on a sinner because the wicked in their heart goes a lot higher than the good in yours. So you might want to try. Don't get it twisted. He that is within he that he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. But we <laughs> just watch yourself, my spook. Just watch yourself. Verse eleven. Raise not up an angry and anger at the presence of an injurious person, lest he lie in wait to entrap thee in the in the words. So don't sit up there trying to anger someone's presence because what they say he entrapped thee in thy words which means he's listening he's waiting he's lying and waiting for you to slip up one time and he's gonna trap you like hold on didn't you say such and such oh no hold on but you said and it, oh, it's over then it's over verse 12 lend not unto him that is mightier than thyself for if thou lendest him count it but a loss and that's crazy because that also goes back to what? What we just read a while ago about the doing right to an unjust, right? That it'll, it'll be repaid. If you don't do right to the unjust, then it won't be repaid to you sevenfold, right? So when you do, when you lend or you do righteous to a to a someone mightier than you, and mightier, you, you got to understand, I'm not even going to go into details on that. I'm not even going to go into details on that. I'm not even going to go into details on that. Just know that you can justify all day who's righteous in your eyes. It don't matter who's righteous in your eyes. You are a man. Your heart is wicked. And if you have not sought out Yahuwah, the thing about seeking out Yahuwah, you have to be patient and endure for his answer. And if you can't do that, do you really believe that Yahuwah is going to answer you? If you can't be patient, endure, and listen... He's not going to speak. Matter of fact, he's probably already speaking and you're not listening. So guess what? Hey, it's on you. Verse 13. Be not surety above thy power. For if thou be surety, take care to pay it. Go not to law with a judge, for they will judge for him according to his esteem. Travel not by the way with a bold fellow. Least he become grievous unto thee. 
for he will do according to his own will, and thou shalt perish with him through his folly. So a bold man, you're talking about a man who's out here, and all his thinking is, is, is he, he has no good in his mind, his heart. He's, he's you know, scriptures talk about being bold, being, being this, being that, but what you're talking about a, 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 a puffed up man, a man of, of, who has no understanding. This man, if you're traveling with him, right? He he's gonna get to the point. He's gonna get he's he's gonna get impatient, right? He's gonna get mad. He's gonna he's gonna subdue you. He's going to you're gonna perish. Verse sixteen: Strive not with an angry man, and go not with him into his solitary place, for blood is in is is nothing in his sight, and where there is no help, he will overthrow thee. So someone who's always angry, right? Or they always looking for strife. You're not supposed to be nowhere alone with this person, especially if there is no one in sight to help you, because that person will literally overthrow you. Overthrow means that they're going to subdue you. They're going to kill you. Right. It says for blood is nothing in his sight. So he's going to kill you. Verse 17, consult not with a fool, for he cannot keep counsel. That literally means if you sit up here trying to speak to a fool and you're a discerned man, guess what? That man cannot keep your counsel because the foolish does not have, they can't retain this stuff, right? The foolish see what you're saying as heap, as abomination, as, oh man, why is he talking to me? Why is he saying this? Why is he saying that? Trust me, I won't even lie to you. You know how much time I waste speaking to different people and me not seeing that this is just a fool, but me being kind hearted and thinking, man, you my people. So I just want to speak this to you. I just want you to hear this. And these fools saying, yeah, 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 yeah. The minute you walk away, that nigga say, what you say? What, you, what was he talking about? Right? Because he cannot keep counsel. Do not secret. Do no secret thing before a stranger. For thou knowest not what he will bring forth. So anything you do secretive in front of somebody you do not know. And this literally goes, pay attention. I don't care if you knew this person for a year. That's still a stranger. If that person just came in and you're doing secret things in front of this person. Do you not know what's done in the dark will come to the light? So unless that person has other ideas, you might want to watch yourself. Oh, that's my friend. She my friend. He my friend. He this, she this, and, and such and such. They my family now. They more this, they more that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine and dandy. But your day coming. You go find out why you should have shut your mouth and left them alone. Verse 19. Open not thine heart to every man, lest he requite thee with a shoe turn. That does sound familiar. That's actually hit personal home. But... You're not supposed to give your heart. That literally means you're not supposed to sit up here and call everybody family and friend. Once again, it don't matter if you knew them for a year. They're not your family. They're not your friend. Right. Well, guess what? It might not happen now. It might not happen soon. But just check this out. When it does happen. You was warned. That's why the scripture says that you have no excuse. Because instead of you reading your scriptures and instead of you gaining counsel righteously, 
You rather sit back and say, oh, I'm going to do this myself. I don't need you. I don't want you. I don't this. I don't that. And Yahoo is literally steady coming. Hey, you need to listen. You need to listen. You might want to hear. You might want to listen. Hey, go read this book. Go read this book. And you say, no, I'm going to just stick to the New Testament. Or I'm going to just stick to the Old Testament. And he's literally telling you. He's speaking to you. He's talking to you. But you done opened your heart to the wrong people or to the wrong person. And that person done turned you. But do not forget, you have no excuse. Now, you can go repent. And you can turn away from that folly and that wickedness. Or you can stay right where you are. And you can continue to believe that Yahoo is going to forgive you. When he literally tells you through the scriptures, you're not going to be forgiven. You have no excuse. You have none at all. Sorry. So when that day come and you get the sound, he's going to forgive me. He's going to look at you and say, yeah, you should have thought twice. You should have listened. When I sent my counselor to you, you should have heard him. When I tried to get him to speak to you, you should have just shut your mouth. When you were so busy talking about what you did and you did this and, and thinking on the past, you should have been thinking about let me let me forgive and let me humble myself and let us move forward. Let us do this. And my brother this and my brother that and my sister did this and my sister did that. But that's not the scripture say if thy brother sin against thee, um, you're supposed to rebuke him. But if he come back to you and repent, you're supposed to take him back. If he do that seven times in one day, you're supposed to repent. You're supposed to forgive him seven times in one day. But does not the scriptures. Not bad. We're not even going to go there. Check this out. This is Ecclesiastes series. We just read chapter 7 and chapter 8. I might do a part 2. No, I'm not. We just read 7 and 8. Um, verse chapters 9 and 10, maybe 11 are coming next. Um, I hope that y'all take this not as a reproach. Actually, yes, I hope y'all take this as a reproach, as a rebuke. And what I mean by a rebuke, I hope y'all take this as um, edification. I hope y'all take this as a means and a way to actually come out of the wicked of your doings. I hope you take this as a way to say, you know what, it's time for me to turn away from my wickedness and, and really uh, adhere and be attentive to Yahuwah's words and really get away from everything. Um because we are literally in the last days. And I know a lot of people don't believe that. I know a lot of people think that time is just going to keep going on. But the scripture does tell us that just like in the days of, uh, just like it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Um, it also speaks about that, about Sodom and Gomorrah. But um, y'all got to understand that times are, are getting out of hand. We just elected a demon for president. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that... Um, um, just, yeah, that's just it Yasharal, if y'all did not know Yes, we have been at judgment I said this before, but I really had to go back And, and get some counsel I really had to go back and, and really study And I, I was listening well, I studied this, but then, you know, for the last couple of weeks Or the last week, I've been listening to Watchman M And uh, throughout the scriptures They actually confirmed it It was crazy, because it's like, man Yahuwah, you show what needs to be showed At the right times And Yes, it's confirmed. Um, yes, sir, we're being judged. You are in judgment right now. What about the other nations? Well, just like y'all, what y'all say, you got to clean your own house first. Do you not believe? Where do you think that come from? That come from Yahuwah. Yahuwah says he's going to clean his house first. 
He can't go out. He, he won't go out there and trying to purge and judge these other nations and his house is not clean. Because he know that Yasharal is the most wicked. We are wicked. We're stiff hearted. We do things on our own counsel because we want to do them. Not because he told us, but because we say, oh, um, he must not this. He must not that. Instead of you just listening and just listening. That's it. Listen, repent, turn away from your wickedness. If you never messed up, why would you wait to the end to start messing up? Like be this, be the seed that was planted in good ground and stay in this truth. So with that being said, I'm going to say shalom to y'all. Man, please pray before you listen to this or why you listening to this. If it angers you, just pray. Because it's not meant to anger, it's meant, it's meant to edify, it's meant to help out. And that's all it's meant for. Seek out Yahuwah first, do not seek man, don't seek out anyone but Yahuwah first. And when you seek him out, literally the scriptures say, when you, my son, when thou comes to seek Yahuwah, prepare thy soul for temptation. That means prepare for, and, and a lot of us didn't understand, we didn't get this. We didn't know about these books when we first came into this truth. To this knowledge so there was temptation there was adversity that's been already on us but when we come into this it gets harder to the point to where some of us give up but the good thing about giving up if you just seek and ask Yahuwah for his strength to renew that strength to renew you to give you the power to, of uh, in your might and to increase your strength and you got to remember that Yahushua did say that he is the resurrection so that which is dead you can literally call on Yahushua to bring that back to life speak life over everything in your life don't speak life into you trying to go out there and be more worldly because Yahushua is not going to do that Yahuwah does not believe in putting wickedness yes and let's just move forward. But you got to know, pray for the things that need to be, not what you want to be. Don't pray for your wants. Pray for your needs. Once you pray for these things and you ask Yahusha to do these things, remember, he said, whatever you ask for in prayer, believing and it's sh and you shall receive it. He also said that whatever you ask of Yahuwah in the name of Yahusha, Yahuwah will give it. So, with that being said, I'm going to say shalom to y'all. We're going to say Barakatai Yahuwah, Barakatai Yahusha. Let Yahuwah be esteemed and put on high. Yada Yahu. Um, in the name of Yahusha and for Yahuwah's namesake. So be it, let it be.